Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Fantastic. How about yourself? Uh, if I was any better, I'd be twins. Nice. Now, we're obviously on Zoom, um, and that means usually that you are out of town for work. Here we are. Yep. I'm in uh, Toledo, Ohio today. Beautiful Toledo, Ohio. The butthole capital of Ohio. <laughs> Buddy, you got to go there like every three weeks. I, I'd be careful about that. <laughs> I'm, I, it's every two weeks. I'm here every two, two weeks. weeks. Every, every other week. This is brand new territory. Busting it in. Brand new. <laughs> All right. Don't burn any bridges early. Thank God no one watches this. <laughs> At least nobody out here that I right. know of. I have a question for you. Yeah. When you're on the road, do you do anything in the hotel that you wouldn't normally do at home? Like, do you, um, you, you you get to be, you get to be by yourself. So you get to watch different things that you want to watch. You don't have to worry about if the kids are in the room and you're watching, you know, straight out of Compton, you know, the unedited version of straight out of Compton or something. We talked, we talked about that this morning. So right. I I was turning on Straight Outta Compton because I wanted to watch it. And it was on USA. It was the version on that came out on USA. So every other N-bomb is, is bleeped out, which is fine. But uh, yeah, no, I get to watch things I normally wouldn't. Like this is when I, I, I binge. shows uh this is when i binge watch all my uh on that like righteous gemstones the kids can't watch but uh i I, yeah 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 this is definitely you know what else you know what else my favorite part about being out of town is i sleep buck naked oh Absolutely stark naked when I'm out of town. Good, great. Every single time. Like the second this over, I'm naked. We've done a podcast, I had a t shirt on. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so, I'm so glad that you didn't get up. Um, I, I mean, to- I've, got, I've got a pair of sweatpants on today because I'm right next to the air conditioner. And okay. the AC is cooking because I keep the AC cooking, even though I'm stark naked. I keep that thing on 64. And <laughs> okay. I'm in this room, frozen, all bundled up inside my inside my uh, blanket. But oh, absolutely. I mean, every I sleep, I slept butt naked all the time until my kids were able to come into my room. Now I have to sleep with a pair of shorts on. Yeah. Every night. It's a bummer. That so to me, I mean, I can't do that, but even at home, I can't do that. I, in a hotel room, for I, real? I believe that the sheets in a hotel room have never been washed, and the worst, most ungodly things have happened by everybody that's ever been in that room on those sheets they've never been washed that's how i that's how i see hotel rooms 
<laughs> I mean, the, they always seem clean to me, and uh, I feel bad for the guy who comes after me because <laughs> that's what I mean. He's gonna get some butthole stank on it. Oh my god, that's what I assume. I'm go. I'm going into every time. I'm. I'm assuming that you were in that room before I got there every single time. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just sleep naked it's not like i'm i'm doing anything nasty inside the bed by myself i know but look i mean even just <laughs> never mind never mind nope. no it's okay no. i i don't i don't need to know anything besides what you've already told me what you've already told us the whole world <laughs> so does so- it feel like a million bucks Oh God, it's the greatest thing in the world. Like literally, nor- like we do the podcast every now and then when I'm out of town. Right. But normally from like 6 p.m. until the next morning, butt naked. And I love every bit of it. So I went on a golf trip for uh, 84 lumber. Okay. We go on a little golf trip. I got my little hotel room. And I tell a couple of guys, I was like, hey, I've got some bourbon in the room. Y'all more than welcome to come up anytime you want. We get done golfing. Nobody says anything. And I was like, well, it's six hours of golfing. I need to go upstairs and, uh, you know, lay down, maybe take a shower, like, before dinner starts. So I lay down for a minute, obviously, butt naked, because uh, I was just all sweaty and disgusting. And get up, and I go get in a shower. And all of a sudden, I hear a bang on the door. Somebody's knocking on my door, and I'm in the shower. And I'm like, well, here you go, bud. So I jump up, get out of the shower, open the door, and I was like, what's up? Oh, my God. (laughs) Needless to say, they didn't want the bourbon that bad. (laughs) I'll bet. Yeah. So that was a story to tell for a while. So. So that brings me to another question. Being out of town, you've got to, as much as you're out of town in hotel rooms, you've got to have some neighbor stories. Have you been, have you been, have you had neighbors that you either hear something you shouldn't be hearing or, or witness something or they try to come in your room? No one's ever tried to come in my room. I think I've told the story before. I've got a couple, I've got a few, but I think I've told the story before once of getting a room key, walking up, swiping the room key, opening it up and a TV was on in the room and I could see the end of the bed and the covers were all undone and I closed the door and got the hell out of there. I also, I got a different room. I also have checked in my, swiped my little key card, opened it up. And all of the linens for the entire hotel room were boom, right there in the hallway of the door. Like you open the door and they're all there. Like the room got half cleaned. I've had that before. I don't know what's going on. Shut the door. Get the heck out of Dodge. You know what I mean? I'm out. I've had TVs that don't work. I don't say anything about that. That ain't no big deal. I care less. TV doesn't work. I'm not complaining. I'll tell them the next morning. I'm not asking for a new room. But if the bedding and stuff oh yeah oh there's no chance especially no chance. with especially with the cases of bed bugs in hotels dude that's been huge lately apparently too yeah 
And whatever's going on in this room, something went down for whoever stayed in this room last, something went down because this carpet is still slightly damp from whatever kind of crazy washing they did to it. It smells delicious in here. Like, like a fresh, like a fresh shower, but it's a little damp. So uh, yeah, something went down in this room where they had to deep clean the carpets in this joint right here, which good for them. Deep clean. I feel clean. I feel good. But I'll tell you, two of my favorite stories outside of those, two of the best stories I had. So there's one time I was in Columbus and I'm sitting there and, you know, the adjoining rooms, how there's a door and it's got a little lock, but they both, it's locked on both sides, but you can hear in that other room because it's a space under the door. Makes me so nervous whenever I have an adjoining door. I'm going to tell you what that I, I don't know if it was a couple or somebody hired somebody for the night or what, but holy cow, that girl was letting everybody know <laughs> what was going on over there. And of course, I'm like, what the heck is going <laughs> on? <laughs> oh my God. It was loud. As, it was, I mean, it was crazy. And I walk over to the little door because that's where the loudest noise was. And as soon as I walk over to it, it scared the crap out of me because I'm walking over. And I'm like, these two people are like getting it on six inches away from me, just on the <laughs> other side of a door. And then, boom, the door got hit. They slammed against and I jumped back like, they know I'm here. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Scared the daylights out of me. Uh, I mean, it didn't stop them. They kept doing sure. whatever they were doing. Uh, and then, speaking, same thing, same thing. So I was in, I think it was two weeks ago in Toledo. Yeah, it was, I wanted, or maybe it was in West, it might have been West Virginia. I can't remember where I was at. But I ordered DoorDash. I got a pizza, right? I got, got me a pizza. Pizza comes, gets delivered. Little knock on the door. I will always wait 15, 20 seconds. I don't want to talk to the guy that delivered the pizza to me. I just go out there, pick it up off the ground. Yeah. I open it up. Same thing. Holy cow. The moaning and the give it to me baby and all that stuff was as loud as I've ever heard. I didn't close the door. I started looking around like, where is that coming from? Who is getting it on right now this loud? I'm talking, you got to be loud. To be able to hear, I was clear, clear as day. I could hear everything that man was doing to her. <laughs> they were everything. baking cakes or something, huh? Baking a cake. Or... <laughs> I mean, he was he was trying to make something. There's no doubt. I mean, it might have been <laughs> a child. I don't know. I don't know if they used protection to make sure the child didn't happen, but they were trying to bake mm. something in the oven. Well. I mean, I, yeah, that, you know, really that's not, that's a pro as much as you're in hotels, I it's bound to happen, but it's all during the week. It's not like I'm here on a Friday, Saturday, you know, this is just a regular day and just people just, I wonder how often you're, you're right. You mentioned it, how often it's a, uh, uh, uh an employee employer situation, yeah. <laughs> you know, who knows? Somebody, somebody hires a temp. Uh, yeah. 
temporary agency to come help them out? I have no idea. I mean, it could just be somebody's phone on way too loud while they're while they're taking care of business. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All I know is a couple times it was clear as day what was going down. Nobody was trying to be secretive, that's for sure. That's the thing. Like the audacity of those people or the or the just not just the not being embarrassed at all i mean we have listened we do a comedy segment on this podcast every week there has been multiple of them that talked about you know when it's time for the hotel you know people get crazy yeah you know they they always talk about hotel time with their wife or girlfriend and you know (laughs) no holds bar when you get in there because you don't have to clean it up Good movie. No holds barred. No holds barred. <clears throat> All right. If you've never seen No Holds Barred, find it on the internet somewhere and check it out. It's Zeus. It's Hulk Hogan. It's from the, what, late 80s, maybe? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Early 90s. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very interesting. I love to hear the stories about you going to traveling, going to hotels, Stopping off at bathrooms in the middle of nowhere, oh, um, yeah. dropping Ooh. dropping off stuff and and no bathrooms. No, no extra deuces today. I didn't have any extra deuces today. I did a good job, but I dropped it at the house before the shower, and then I think what saved me today was after the shower, got myself dressed, made my little drink in the morning. Deuce number two happened before I ever left the house. Wow. Yeah. So deuce number three was by the time I got back to the hotel. Usually deuce number two is somewhere in the middle of my drive. So I did a pretty good job today, making sure that everything was homely, if you will. (laughs) Very efficient today. Very, very very good. Good job. Very very efficient. (laughs) Uh, I got a question for you, Adam. Okay. (laughs) Slightly switch topics here. let's just interview each other and ask each other questions the whole time <laughs> okay here's my question for you adam schmidt okay <laughs> uh in your life as a coach okay. has anyone from another team ever asked you in the middle of a season to coach their team for one day Ooh. um you know i Yes, that's happened to me. Um, okay, so, sort of. Okay, let's see. I feel like I feel like there might be a couple of times that that happened. The one that I'm thinking of is I wasn't really coaching, but I was um, the it was a CY high school CYO team, and I was going there and, and playing with them at practice every week. And um, so there was one week that the guy, a friend of mine that was coaching, it was his son and his friends playing on the team. Um, he wasn't going to be able to be there. So he asked me if I would, I don't think that he had an assistant. It's CYO. He didn't even really need to be there probably, but he said, Hey, I can't make it. Would you coach? You don't, you know, you can just put people in whenever you want to. Or whatever. You weren't were coaching another team in that league at the same time that's true yeah so if that's what you mean then yes no i yeah. I, no. I have in the same league 
I had someone today. Well, it's fall ball. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's during soccer and football. So people need subs all the time. Ask if I had a couple kids on the team that would be able to play this week because my team's not playing because we got a bunch of kids playing soccer. And I said, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a couple. So my son's going to sub and another guy's going to sub for him. His next is, what are you doing on Friday? I said, well, I'm going to have a beer and enjoy watching my son play baseball because <laughs> I don't get to do that very often. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never get to do that ever. So I said, and I said, do you need me for something? And he says, want to coach third base? I'm not going to be there. <laughs> so for anyone that knows anything about youth baseball, select baseball, whatever you want to call it, that's basically where the head coach goes. So I had the head coach of another team ask me to head coach his team for one day. <laughs> That's very interesting. At the same time, it's kind of a cool thing, right? I mean, it's kind of like a, uh, I mean, I'll, you know, pat yourself on the back, do whatever you want to do, but he doesn't have a kid on the team, right? Okay. So he's, he coaches a select baseball team. He's got no kids on the team. He just coaches it. And he told me that, uh, uh, I can't remember the exact words. Let me, I'll, I'll tell you, because because it, 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 it was, uh, it was, it was kind of a nice, Nice thing to hear. His yeah, exact he trust you. I'm worried about my coaches having a great attitude without me there. So you would give me tremendous peace of mind being involved. How do you say he talked me into it? Yeah. He totally, he totally bullcrapped me into this. He butted you up. A bunch of baloney. He knows I can't say no to that. How do I say no to that message? I'm too nice of a guy. There's <laughs> zero chance that I can say no to that. But I, my team plays in the exact same league. We play in that fall league. Well, you'll do it for one day. You'll get to know a couple of those kids. And then next time you guys have to play them, then you'll know their kids better. And uh, maybe that, maybe this will down the line, this will be uh, good for you. Hey, next time we have a tryout, I'll know who to call. There you go. You new kids, right? You're gonna have an all-star team of the best kids between your team and their team. <laughs> I told him, I said, your whole team's gonna have a brand new handshake by the time you get back. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't doubt that. Oh man, that's uh, that's very cool. That's very very cool that you were asked to do that. Yeah, it's kind of different, right? I I I. I what are you doing? Well, hopefully drinking a beer for the first time ever while my son plays baseball and enjoy being the quiet person in the corner, maybe out in the outfield somewhere far, far away. Not wait, anymore. wait, did you say being the quiet person? Uh, if I was watching him, I would definitely be the quiet person. It's totally different, man. I don't want to jump being a head coach. I don't want to be that dad. I don't want to be that parent. Yeah. I'm going to be out in the outfield, quiet as a mouse, wanting to yell out constantly, <laughs> but holding my face the whole time, freaking out, going like this, <laughs> being so nervous. 
So it's probably better that I get to do it this way because now I can be loud and be myself. I got to tell you, I always love when I see, when I go to games, especially like elder games, and you you find out who some of the players' parents are. I love those those parents, especially those dads that are just quiet, even if it's their kid in involved in the play, involved in the bad call or whatever it is. And they're not, they're not up. They're not yelling. They're not fidgeting all around. They're, they're watching and they're, they're stoic. And I I love that. I love it. It's not easy to do. I can't even imagine because I don't ever have to do it. But like when, except for like soccer, right? Like I got to do that with soccer and I was just at the girl. Oh my gosh. My girls played soccer seven years old. First time ever that they're playing with a referee or umpire or I don't know what they call them in soccer, a person in a yellow shirt. Um, instead of blue, they call them yellow, I guess. I don't know. So <laughs> first time they've ever had an actual official. And I'm quiet during soccer. Number one, I don't know what's going on all the way. I mean, you got – I mean, you understand, right? Like spacing is spacing. That's in sport and in, in any – sport that moves basketball soccer football it, it is what it is sure. so i understand that but i try not to you know let the coaches do what they do holy cow i thought football parents were crazy soccer parents are just as crazy just as crazy there was a person on the other team whose mom i like if I was the other coach, I would have walked over and asked her to be my assistant coach because I would rather you be over here screaming at the kids than screaming at them while I'm trying to scream at them. Yep. It was insane. Insane. She was so loud I could hear her from the other side of the field. That's insane. bad for the kids. Yeah, because they're all staring at this mom instead of looking at their coach. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. There are so many of those things. I'm sure you've seen a million of them. It's it's usually some I, long post on Facebook or Twitter or mm-hmm. something explaining like, hey, parents of athletes, this is how you need to behave or this yeah. is how you need to not behave. There, there, there are great posts about that stuff all the time. And I wish there was some way to make sure every single parent. It doesn't matter because the parents that read it, and go, yeah, that's right. That's that's real. They'll still do it. Already do it. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. I yeah, that's a that's a tough one because there are definitely and and I'm lucky with baseball. I can nip it. I'm I will nip it in butt. I'll just go over and say, stop. I'll just tell them tell a parent to stop because I we've got a good relationship with all our parents. These little girls, they don't know the parents. They practice four times ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I feel so bad for them. I feel so bad for them. I have zero problem telling any parent on Parker's baseball team to shut up at any point in time. And neither of us are in a bad place after it. We can still hang out and have fun, and it's no big deal. It's just, hey, you went too far. Shut your mouth. We're going to coach here. You keep yourself quiet. Yeah. Well, good for you. That's that's huge. 
having that kind of relationship with all the parents. Luckily. So, so that reminds me something that happened to me today. Speaking of an authority figure that you, that you parents don't necessarily report to you, but their kids do. So every Wednesday, our group, our, our department at work planning, uh, everybody's there. So we get to work from home two days a week and we're yeah. lucky enough that our boss lets us choose whatever two days each week. And so, but Wednesdays we're all there and we all order some sort of takeout food together. All right. We order lunch together. So one of us will go out and get it, bring it back. And we all eat at our desks and everything, but we order, we all order from the same place. Today that happened. It was, it was, it got to be 12. We kind of mentioned a couple of times throughout the, okay, what are we going to have? What are we going to have? And we would just go off into something else. Mm -hmm. So people would just keep working. Well, so a couple of people had meetings together, like on, on, you know, on the computer, on teams. And it, it was 12 o'clock and they get off this meeting and they start talking about other stuff. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, if we don't, by the time we order something, it's going to be one thirty, and go get that. I said one thirty. I swear to you. I said, we're not going to be until one thirty. It was kind of a joke, but to, to yeah. exaggerate, but that's exactly what I said. So I'm like, okay, let me know. I'm writing down your order. I'll call it in. And nobody usually like we figure out who's going to go get it and all that kind of stuff. Nobody said anything about that. And everybody's like kind of busy doing other stuff. So I get everybody's order. I call it in. They're walking around BSing with people about other stuff. I, I call it in and I start leaving to go get it right away. Cause it's going to take me 15 minutes to get there. So can nobody else volunteered. Everybody else is just kind of walking around talking to people. So I'm like, well, nobody's like actually interested in what's in, in getting lunch here. So I got to make it happen today. So I go, I, I get everybody's order, write it all down, call it in. All right. Cause they don't have online ordering. Um, make sure everything's right. And then I go get it, bring it back, distribute it to everybody. I did everything today for my trouble. It's fine. I don't, I didn't, it didn't matter to me. It just, I had to do it. Otherwise we would have never ate. I get back and I walk in and on my desk, like right next to my computer is a balled up paper towel that was obviously in someone else's hand on my, (laughs) right next to my laptop. I'm like, I, I don't even notice it until I get, give everybody's food out and everything. Finally, I get my stuff, go over to my desk and I look up and I'm like, and I turn around and I'm like, did anybody leave a, first of all, why would anyone else be at my desk while I'm gone? But did anybody leave a paper towel, balled up paper towel? Did you say it? Did you say it out loud? I did. And, and, and I, and I'm like, and they kind of know me. They they know I would be grossed out by something like that. 100%. And so, that you know, everybody starts laughing because they know how how I feel about that. <laughs> so this one lady I work with, she's like, oh, she's like, oh, I, I don't know, but I'll get it. So she gets a, a tissue and comes over and picks it up with a tissue. 
throws it away. And I'm like, and this other guy's, as I'm reaching for my my big container of Lysol wipes that I keep at my desk, he's well, like, yeah. oh, yeah, where's your wipes, Adam? Get your wipes out. I'm like, yeah, you're joking. I'm getting them out right here, buddy. I'm wiping this, I'm wiping uh-huh. this whole area down. <laughs> By the way, my boss was just sick all, all weekend and all week until today came in. You know, there's there's this like new COVID strain going around. And I've, I've heard a ton of people that have had it and stuff like that. She won't, it's not a political thing or anything like that, but she's, she's like, she's like, I'm not getting tested. She's like, I'm just done with that stuff. I'm like, Oh boy. Okay. Well, you know, okay. She, she came over and talked to us for a little bit, but she stayed kind of on the other side. So I was like, okay, just stay over there. Whether you have COVID or not, you're just now starting to get over whatever sickness you had. I don't want any of it. Stay away from me. So, <laughs> so anyway, I pull I I pull up my computer. I'm gone long enough. My computer does like the shutdown sort of deal, goes yeah. into hibernation or whatever. So I have to pull it back up, log back into my computer, and then kind of log back into a bunch of stuff that I had open. I open it up and I have three screens. All right, one of my screens is upside down. On my laptop, my screen's upside down. Like the tool, the the task bar at the bottom is now upside down at the top. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, then I turn around and by that, everybody's eating their lunch and working. I'm like, has anybody seen this before? <laughs> my, my computer's upside down and they all turn around and start laughing. And I still don't understand. I thought it was just like, something weird happened when it shut down and I brought it back up. And so I'm like, what is going on here? And so this guy who knows a lot about tech and everything comes over, he's like, I'll show you how to get, how to get rid of that. So, and I can tell finally, as he's coming over, he's got this look on his face. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, okay. Did some, somebody was over here. Obviously somebody was messing with me. He's like, Oh, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not saying anything. So then finally, he's like, so who's the only person that you think would come do something like this? And I'm like, well, I don't. so I say, I say our boss. He's like, mm, okay, yeah, maybe. So anyway, it ends up being her. My boss came over while I was gone to teach me a lesson that I'm. you're supposed to log out of your stuff so nobody can come over. I just left everything open. I always do that. I do it all the time. Yeah. You're yep. supposed to, you're going, if you walk away from your desk, you're supposed log to out. log out so that nobody can, so it's locked. So nobody can come over and mess with so you. That was her little joke on you was Adam, lock your computer. That's a child. That's, that's treating you like a child. That's true. You got treated like a child. Yeah. And then, and then hopefully no one ever hears this from work, but the, the only thing that actually bothered me was <laughs> what's the ball up now the, the second thing that bothered me you're right the second thing that actually bothered me <laughs> was the guy that i work with that's kind of that's coming over to like show me how to tw- turn my screen back around he said something like uh he told me she said she said something about hopefully he doesn't fly off the handle about this i'm like <laughs> You got a rep, dude. You got a reputation. Apparently, I got it. 
um, I got uh, now I've got this huge complex. Now I got to be, you know, on my best behavior when I'm or, aggravated by stuff all day long. Or, or she knows that if somebody did it to her, that she would be crazy and immediately was like, man, I hope I don't piss them off too bad. Because I think you it was a shot at me. It was a shot at me. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah it is what it is. I mean, That's the only thing that bothered me. I'm like, okay, well, look, hey, you know what? I can, I can, I can look myself in the mirror. If that's the reputation I have, I I feel like it's a little unfair, but I'll check myself. I'll check myself. Pretty unfair for her. Hey, from look, her bro, you're, she's she's not right listen, there with us all listen, the time. Her you're office is on the other side. You're you're a grown man, mm-hmm. and you're at work, right? And as a grown man at work, you take what you do seriously. That's your livelihood. Yeah. <laughs> so, that being said, if somebody messes around with your livelihood, you might get a little tense or a little like, what the heck's going on? Something's not right. Why aren't you doing this? I'm doing this. You're supposed to do this. Let's all get on the same page sometimes. Some people would fly off the handle. People would call it just being a coworker. <laughs> yeah. I don't fly off the handle. I do get frustrated a lot at work and I do react differently about my frustration at work than I do anywhere else. Like outside of work, I feel like I'm a much more relaxed as, as anxious and stuff as I am about everything all the time. Anyway, at work when something's aggravating and it is a lot, I I have a harder time with it there because I, because I've been doing this for like almost 20 years now and I'm so jaded by so many things over the years. So I do. I have a harder time. <laughs> I have a harder time with that stuff at work. I wish people knew that outside of work, things go wrong. I can sit in traffic. It took me an hour and a half to get home from work one day last week because there was an accident. I'm fine. I can sit in traffic. It doesn't bother me that much. I can, I mean, stuff happens people cutting cutting line in front of you at the store or whatever okay that's that i'm with you but it's different it's different it's different works different you know what i mean yeah listen i I, i'm pretty much the same at work or not at work but like my mom is two totally different people my mom's nicest human being you ever met in your life you go to work you wouldn't believe the mouth she's got She sounds, I, you know, sounds like a 50 year old sale. <laughs> I did work with her uh, for a little bit and cause she got me into the industry that I still work in almost 20 years later. Um, she got, she's out, out. she's <laughs> out, which is what I wanted to do a long time ago. <laughs> she was the smart one. Um, no, but, but uh, yeah, she, she's, she is a boss at work. I mean, she is serious business and she's going to get things done. That's the thing. She's never going to. And if you aren't doing it, she's going to let you know. Yeah. Something needs to be done. It's her responsibility or her department's responsibility to get that done. Her name's on it. It's getting done. And if you're, if you are, if you need to do it, she's going to make sure you do it. 
She's never, I've never heard the woman be mean to anybody that didn't it never be deserve. mean to anybody. Or I didn't right. Deserve. I didn't course, deserve. Never even be mean to anybody, period, but she can be stern when she needs to be stern. Yeah. Okay. I believe that. I believe that. I believe I, that. I'm with you. I'm with you. She, I, I'm, that, I'm a little that, bit different that, at work too, in a, in a different that, way. But you got to be different. You need to be. You need to be. You, it's especially if you are in charge of people. You can't be. You know, lack of days of going. Who gives a crap? You got to. You got to step up. Step up and let it know. That's right. A problem with that. I should do that more. We have so we usually deliver. We have three trucks that deliver routes and they do the same route every day we have driver that has we haven't had a driver for two months so we have two trucks so that means one truck every day is not getting delivered every thursday my truck gets bumped and i just let it go and let it go and let it go everybody in the office gets all mad and they tell me how bad it is that they're doing it to me again and it's not fair for me but i Hold my tongue until I need to. And I do it on purpose because every now and then when Chris goes off at work, whatever, whatever I'm pissed off about happens because I don't do it every day. I do it once every four months, five months. And everybody's like, oh, shoot, we got to Oh, oh, Chris just got pissed off. Chris is. Do oh, yeah, we need to get this done. So I think that's a, that's a great strategy. And yeah, because if you complain all the time, it's, it's not going to matter any, it's not going to matter any time that you complain anymore. It's, it's just a boy be, who cried wolf. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be, well, uh, Chris is upset again. That, that might be a little bit what, uh, why she said something about the, what she did about <sighs> me. Cause I, it's, <laughs> It, it's hey, hey, when it goes, when it goes, buddy, it goes. I feel you. When it's time yeah. to let it go, sometimes you let it go and then you lose control of yourself and you just start telling everybody what you think. And yeah. So, Might have went too far, but at least I got my point across. Yeah. yeah. Now back to Chris. Now back to everybody loves Chris. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. You bounce back quickly from that too. I'm sure. Um, yeah. So anyway, all that to say that I got pranked by my boss today. How awesome is that? Nice. <laughs> nice work. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm working from home for that. That's awesome. Days. All right. What else do we have? What else do we <laughs> you're gonna be thinking about that constantly while you're at home? Yeah. Uh what else do we have left here? Let's see. Uh uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I don't know, man. I think we're on. Uh, we're you on know, Mount Rushmore. Yes, we can go into the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I, I was just gonna say <laughs> that was a story at work yesterday on my drive to work. I had a little incident where I almost wrecked my car on the highway because oh. because. I'm driving. It was raining and it was raining and it was still dark. It was early enough to still be dark and I'm on the highway. So traffic is packed. It's backed up. 
because of the rain and all that ended up being a, a an accident ahead or whatever. So it's real stop and go. You got to really pay attention. So you don't run in the back of somebody. Well, I feel something on my neck right here. And I'm a freak about bugs and stuff. All the, I'm, I'm very aware of that stuff all the time anyway, because I hate it. And I go, Oh, one of those real quick. I felt something. And then whatever was there is now on my, is now on my other hand. And then quick. Oh my God. Get that off of here. Little black thing. And that I'm, 99.9% sure it was a spider spider on my neck in my car while I'm driving on the highway. It's raining. Traffic is heavy. And it's got now. So I brush it away from my hand. Now I have no idea where it is. So I'm just blindly brushing my lap and getting up a little bit and brushing underneath my, underneath my seat and stuff. And, and I'm just brushing all over. I'm brushing my, oh. I'm doing this while I'm driving, while I'm driving next to a thousand people on the highway. And I got to look up and realize where I am and, and like, Oh shoot. I, I'm very lucky that I didn't just run into somebody because <laughs> my mind is focused that there was a man, a man eating creature on my neck in, in a tiny room. You poor thing. You poor, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> Because I'm a neurotic. Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, were you house? Well, I so the next so this morning I woke up and I felt funny, and <laughs> I I was like rocking out to some music this morning while I was getting ready, and like a little thing shot off my wrist, and I was like, "What the heck was that?" So I look, and there's a big web on the on the wall. Spider man, so I think I can shoot spider webs now. Yeah, do you get a radio spider in your car? Yeah, I think so. What would you rather be called, Spider Man or Spider Adam? <laughs> spider Man sounds a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Peter Parker's already got that though. Yeah, you can't yeah. be Spider Boy. What about Spider Guy? Spider guy, yeah, I like yeah. spider guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spider guy. I'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man, the poor man, spider, spider man, or something. Anyway, oh. that was devastating, um, because I think he might live in my car now. I think that spider might live in my car, and I have no idea where it is. Um, he's dead. He's dead. Can't survive. There's no way I, to survive in your car. I appreciate that. Um, I have no way of knowing. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Anyway. Oh goodness. Quick, just uh, a just a quick little story that was that that would have been funny if I was a person driving on 74 and looked over and saw a guy going nuts. Oh, uh, I think about that all the time. I think about it all the time, like. Sometimes I'm talking to myself. I'll drive down the road and I'll just be talking to myself. And then I'm like, man, I don't want to look at this person to the left because if they've been looking at me, hopefully they just think I was on the phone. 
but I've literally been talking out loud to myself for 10 minutes. I love that you said that because I do the same thing and I'll catch myself and realize that I've been doing that. And then I, I'll look over in my peripheral vision and realize that somebody's coming or was just right there. And then I try to like, and then I'm like tapping on the steering wheel and like trying like to make it look like I'm singing. Song. Yeah. I try to transition right into a song. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you better than that. Okay. So, so. I, this happens to me all the time sitting at because I always eat dinner or lunch at the bar when I'm by myself. Right. I'm not going to go sit at a whole table for one person. So I go up, sit at the bar and I'm always looking at everything going around me and I'm listening to everything going on. And sometimes I'd be like, I can't believe that dude just said that, but I'll say it out loud and I just, I take my hand and I put it over top of my of my mouth and I'll mumble it into my hand because I know for a fact that I am incapable of talking to myself in my head. I have to speak it out loud. I don't know why. So I'll just kind of mumble into my hand and hope nobody's looking at me because I don't want them to see my mouth moving while I'm whispering <laughs> whatever I'm talking about. I do it all the time. All the time. All the time. Oh, that's very funny. We're very similar in those ways. Cause I've any, any place I am, I'm so aware of what everybody else is doing all the time. I'll miss, I'll go to sporting events. I go to a Pacers game an elder game. I'll miss half the game because I'm just whatever everybody else is doing. I'm watching yeah. people walk by, you know, I, I'm like, it's, it's crazy. I, my mind is just out there, I guess. I can't. I, it's uh, I think I think most people are that way. I think most people are that way, especially if they're by themselves or with one other person and it's kind of quiet. You know what I mean? There's no station going. I think that's like when I go to a Xavier game with my dad, that happens all the time. I'm listening to the people behind me yeah. the whole game. And I'll laugh. I laugh all the time. And my dad, my dad's like, would just kind of give me a little look like, yeah, we're both listening, but you're not supposed to laugh out loud at the stupid <laughs> thing somebody said behind you. Now they know you're listening to them. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. I just, I'll do it all the time. Today I did it. I was at lunch and there was a drunk guy next to me at one o'clock in the afternoon, hammered. And he's just saying the crazy stuff. And I'm just sitting there eating my, eating my sandwich. And I'm like, I just started laughing and turned my head the other way. And the bartender's like, I know, I don't know how to get him out of here. And I was like, oh, she, <laughs> she caught me <laughs> I'm laughing at this guy. <laughs> Happens wow. all the time. <clears throat> Happens all the time. Very fun. All right. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about big, strong people. You want to? I'm buddy. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> Um, our Mount Rushmore this week is bodybuilders, right? Your choice, uh, your Mount Rushmore was a great choice. Uh, cause we're, cause we're looking for stuff. We're looking for new ideas all the time. We've never yep. done this one and, uh, Mount Rushmore bodybuilders. Would you like to please, please go first? Uh, okay. I will, I will, I will go first. Um, uh, 
<laughs> my piece of paper is in front of my face. You can't see. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, I mean, obviously, we both have one person that's going to be there, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger is like the king of all kings of bodybuilders. And he's the funniest dude that's ever walked the face of the earth. Uh, I'm, I, I, I truly love listening to him talk. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is on there. Now, from there, I think we may differ. Okay. Our next three are probably going to be different from each other. There's, I have a number one that is other than Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, so maybe we're, we got the same. We may have the same on that. This may be the same. Lou Ferrigno. Of course. Lou Ferrigno, also known as the Incredible Hulk, also known as uh, Lou Ferrigno himself, the neighbor on King of Queens, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Same. Uh, love that show. Lou Ferrigno's great in it. Um, all right. So then let's go from there. I went. I, I started looking and I'm and I was like I there's some pe there's a there's a black guy that is super famous uh when I can't remember his name because I didn't even write it down but I but I don't know who he is I know who he is because he's a famous name and if you said his name on I'm dead now because he's not on my bodybuilder list because I don't know. Rest of everything I have are all wrestlers. <laughs> so, number three is the Ultimate Warrior. The Ultimate Warrior was a bodybuilder uh, for a while, and then became a pro professional wrestler. And then I have Sting on there. Sting was a was a bodybuilder for a very short period of time, and then became Sting. Uh, also, Billy Graham. One of the most famous territory wrestlers of all time in the late 70s, early 80s, was a bodybuilder with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Him and Arnold Schwarzenegger were friends, but he's also one of the most integral parts of uh, territory wrestling back in the day. Uh, and then John Cena was a bodybuilder. So some crazy pictures of him with a crew cut. As a builder, didn't know that he was a bodybuilder. Had to put him, you know, that, it's it's you know down at the bottom. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lou Ferrigno, Ultimate Warrior, Sting. I'm glad you did that. I you even mentioned that I think last week when we when we first started talking about this, and I forgot. Um, I totally forgot about that. So i can't not have ultimate warrior now that you said that and i remember that i can't not have have him <laughs> on there best uh, i think maybe best physique in all of wrestling history for me i, I just just my my maybe, favorite my favorite physique only person that i feel like was close to a perfect physique lex luger I thought about him as you were starting to talk about wrestlers. Yes. Yes. Great call. Um, yeah. There were a lot of guys that, that probably, I mean, they, they all lifted a ton and probably still do. I'm sure. Or, or even more so now. Um, 
not all of them because like jake the snake probably didn't lift much <laughs> no no i mean <laughs> he definitely out, but he didn't care about his body the way that other people care about their body <laughs> he yeah he he lifted a lot of he did a lot of 40 ounce curls um okay so i gotta put ultimate warrior on there i have there you go did i say 40 ounce curls it's normally 12 ounce, uh, but I bet mm-hmm. Jake the Snake did 40 ounce curls. Um, <laughs> There's no doubt Snake Roberts was hitting. There's no doubt. He drank 40s like most people drank 12 ounce beers, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> totally agree with that. Okay. Him and Andre the Giant. Going Ultimate Warrior. There you go. Ultimate Warrior will be the only wrestler I put on there. Um, Going with Arnold, going with Lou. The other guy, and this might be the guy that you were talking about, Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, Ronnie Coleman. That's his name. Yeah. Ronnie Coleman. And I'm putting him on there because he is one of the one of the greatest bodybuilders ever. He was he's tied for the most Mr. Olympias with eight. And I uh I watched a documentary on him a couple years ago or whatever. And it was it was really, really good. Uh so I, I got to know who Ronnie Coleman was and actually a bunch of other names that as I, that I kind of forgot, but as I was looking up bodybuilders, I'm like, Oh, that, that I recognize that name from that time. And I've seen, I, I watched most of, I think it's called pumping iron. Uh, another like documentary about bodybuilding. I think it's mostly about, about Arnold. Um, and then another one, another documentary that I watched in the last year or two is I think it was called killer Sally or something like that. It's this, it's this female bodybuilder who ended up killing her husband, who was also yeah. a bodybuilder. Who was a bodybuilder. Yeah. 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 So, I, so I ended he up was, watching that too. I thought about up. her. He was messed What's that? up. Though. He was messed he, up. Yeah. They both were, but he was, yeah, he I was, mean, they both were, but he, I mean, he basically made her do everything and he was just working on being a bodybuilder and she was a better bodybuilder than he was. Yeah. Yeah. And then, there, yeah. And it started to get abusive and the the whole relationship was abused because as a matter of fact, she presents all this stuff about how abusive he was and like gives her all this, all this motivation and all these, all these motives about the reason that she had to, she felt like she was threatened and she was scared and he was going to kill her if she didn't kill him. And it goes through all this. And then after she gets through all that, a bunch of people that know her, like, yeah, she's that might have been happening, but she's crazy too. Like she was, she was hitting him just as much or more. Like she yeah. was abusive too. She was doing all this crazy stuff. So anyway. and that's why, and that's why the documentary took place in jail. Yes, that's right. Because <laughs> she was convicted and she did murder him, and it, you know, she didn't. Yeah, she didn't try to deny that she murdered him, but she was like, "This is why." It was in, right. then everybody else is like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. She she just wanted to kill him. Anyway, Sally McNeil, I think it was. Yeah. Killer Sally. Killer Sally. So those are my four. I'm, Ronnie Coleman's my number four there, Ultimate Warrior. Ron, that was the name that I was thinking. Yeah. Ronnie Coleman. He's a. Everybody. Yeah. I mean that guy. His body went went through so much stuff. He like walks around with like he can barely walk now, and it's it's kind of sad. But 
Uh, pretty cool documentary. It's on Netflix. So we have three of the four the same. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. You too. Thanks for the thing. I forgot I all about. You into. Yeah. I think I thought about Ultimate Warrior last week too. And I was like, and I just totally forgot about it. Who did you have as your fourth before I said that? Uh, Dexter the Blade Jackson. Yeah. It's a great name. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> he is, he has won the most bodybuilding titles of anybody. 29. Yeah. Good for him. So oh. IFBBA or something like that. I think I wrote it down somewhere. International Federation of Bodybuilders, IFBB. Oh, dude, I was watching an Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary, and there's like 37 different bodybuilding championships. You can, you can there can be five different people that are the bodybuilder of the year or whatever. I said, well, who's the real one? And then Arnold came out with his own. Now Arnold's got his own. And that's the one that people actually like look at the most. Yeah. Even bigger than Olympia. I was going to say, I think for a while, Mr. Olympia was kind of like the top of the top of the heap or whatever. And, and but mm-hmm. there are so many other, there are so many bodybuilding competitions. You do get, if you're a professional, you get credit for all those wins. But um, anyway, there the we go. Columbus, there's the biggest one. The biggest one is in Columbus. It's called the Arnold. The Arnold. Yeah, yep. Columbus, Ohio. Yep. I almost went to that a couple of years. Uh, okay. So that's that. Do we want to go uh, right into comedy? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, big guy himself. I don't know that it's from working out a ton, but uh, here that maybe, way, maybe it doesn't. Um, Kurt Metzger, 30 minutes with Kurt Metzger, presented by Gas Digital. It's a new special on YouTube, and a series of like six of those same 30 minutes with so and so. Gas Digital just released a bunch of good comedians. Um, I'm going to end up watching all of them, but this is the one I was kind of most excited about. Yeah. So I went first last time. I'll let you go first for this one. I actually Let's took notes it. this time. Nice. Very good. Uh, I wrote a few things down, I think. Not a whole lot. But uh, I, wrote, I wrote down, I mean, he had a, a lot of stuff about COVID um, and that kind of thing which seems seems like it's getting a little outdated, but now maybe we've got a whole nother one coming back around now. Who knows? But uh, so, so maybe it's relevant again. Um, but he's talking, he had, he had some good jokes there. Um, he was talking about handicap bathrooms and handicap um, uh, hotel rooms. Have you ever, have you ever gotten a handicap hotel room? I have. I have uh, is it- in West Virginia. In West Virginia, um, I, I I got it like three times in a row. I feel like they were like, "Hey, Chris is here. He comes all the time. Let's hook him up." Because that's no joke. Like I'm talking, everything is three times the size as it is in a regular room. Everything you've got 
I mean, like you think about the space between your TV and your uh, and your bed in a hotel room, triplet. Space on the side, triplet. Space on the other side, triplet. The bathroom, triplet. Wow. Inside. So yeah, everything he said, whatever that other guy was talking about, yeah, that guy was a ding dong. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent handicap room. Kill if you get it. Wow. You can sleep. You can sleep twenty people in it, in a one bedroom, in a one bed handicap room. You can put twenty people in, all naked, all sleeping naked, dark naked. <laughs> what is stark? Uh, what? Why stark naked? I don't know. And is it butt naked or buck naked? You know, I've heard both. I've heard all three. Yeah. I I, I maybe it's just whichever one you choose. When I think they all kind of. It, when you personally talk about being naked, how do you describe yourself? I've never been naked. <laughs> I'm naked right now. <laughs> so he talks about the metal rail on the side of the toilet. He said, <laughs> he said you hook something to hook your elbow onto and, and really ride that Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> all right you pulled up some shorts <laughs> which is good which is a good thing or some sweatpants all right <laughs> um i did think that was funny when he talked about hooking the elbow onto the bar he said he, he yeah. wishes that thing was ever in all the stalls um let's see <laughs> he's he talked about so he talked about the trans stuff and I thought I felt like he missed an opportunity to say, let's transition into because he's like, let's he's like, let's move into this thing. And he said that a few times. I'm like, yeah, let's move into trans. No, yeah, there were no transitions at all. It well, transition so into the trans jokes. Anyway. Would have been good. Um, so he he does a lot of stuff about trans. It's all jokes. It's not, you know. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, no, I don't want anybody to say anything bad about He's just joking. Uh, but he does they talk. About... I don't think they were that bad. The no. trans part of it was not bad at all. No, it, it, but he did talk about being trans-abled, which is, I guess is a thing that people that are able-bodied choose to or feel like they are choosing to be disabled in some way. And he calls the identifying them, as they're turds. Those are turds. Trans exclusionary radical disabled. I'm so glad you wrote that down. I, I I could not remember what he said. I thought about writing it down, and then I'm like, well, now I have to rewind and listen to it again. Oh, I paused it and went back because I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. Uh, I, I'm not even sure I knew that was a thing until this. Translate. Uh, I, I never heard of it before either. And I want to just go back just uh, 30 seconds ago to when you were talking about the, the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, first time in my life I sat on a bench and smoked a cigarette and took a shower. Who am I? Hunter Biden? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was good. <laughs> that was good. smoking in the shower is a very funny image <laughs> <laughs> probably used to happen all the time probably still does in some houses yeah 
Um, he had a lot of stuff about Jared from Subway being in jail. Um, there was a, there were a couple of things that were kind of funny about that. His documentary is <laughs> called Jared to Cut Your Subway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the, the the joke that I thought was the funniest was what he was um the type of uh situation that he was gonna have to be dealing with in there <laughs> and he that I'm not gonna say specifically on here but he said going double diamond first time on the slope for Jared <laughs> 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 he's uh if you've ever seen the Shawshank Redemption and the guys the 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 guy um I of course I'm not going to remember his name but he has his little gang and they start taking advantage of Andy mm-hmm. and uh you know and they and they give him some things that he doesn't want and so that that's what he's talking about that's what Kurt's talking about here that Jared is dealing with in prison <laughs> yep and, and uh, uh difference between the color that's right that's right <laughs> double diamond on the slopes first time double out whoops <laughs> yes yes i like the uh uh i liked he had a couple good mask jokes in the very beginning oh yeah yeah uh the the, the if you're wearing a mask now it's it's like a fat kid with a t-shirt in a swimming pool Oh, that was good. Uh, and then he said, he said he walks, he was walking around with it in his hand. It was like, hey, do you want a raw talk? <laughs> yeah. Like raw that. talk. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, thought that was good. Uh, he had the, the back talking about his back. I think about this all the time with chiropractors. You hear the joke about chiropractors not really being doctors. And I've gone to chiropractors and it's worked for a little while, but it never really takes care of what's going on. But when he said the words that his chiropractor said to him on a scale of one to 10, how serious are you about ending your back pain? (laughs) If that's a question that somebody asked me when I went to the chiropractor, I don't need to talk to that guy anymore. <laughs> and then he tried the uh, the Rocky massage. Oh, Reiki, yeah, Reiki, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. I put WTF is a Reiki massage. And then he started talking about it. Uh, not touchy, but you feel uh, you feel. Uh, anyway, then he uh, full. They call it a full Miyagi. The the Ricky hand job. Fumiyagi. <laughs> Fumiyagi was a very funny, very funny term. Yes. Uh, oh man, that was good. <laughs> Women getting better, faster, and stronger. That was all really good. Uh, the Jerry Springer show joke was good. I I gotta tell you, I wrote this down. I wrote so corny it's funny oh there were a lot of parts where i was and it was just him he seemed a little corny but every time he said something i laughed out loud like every time he said it i laughed he looked and sounded kind of corny 
But as he talked, it was funny. Huh. I I thought it was great. I really did think this was a, I thought this was a great special. 30 minutes quick in and out, got it done. Yeah, that's what I like about these that are that are coming out all gas digital did all these all these specials and uh they're all 30 minutes. I like that. I don't need an hour every time for a special. Give me 30 no. minutes, give me 45. Just give well, me the, just give me good, really yeah. good material for at least 30. Yes. That's it. All right. So, did you already say your score? Did I miss that? I didn't. I did not. Okay. I've got mine written down already. All right. Do you want to go? Uh, who wants to go first? You want me to go first? I have you go numbers. right into it. Yes. I have two numbers written down. Okay. I think the first half was a 4.1, and the second 15 minutes was a 3.9. So, I'm going to go with 4.1. I think this was good enough to get to that four level. I laughed consistently out loud. That's my whole thing. When you get me to, to laugh out loud, maybe not hysterically laugh, but just sure. to go, <laughs> okay, okay. Like, yeah. that's a killer for me. And he did it for probably 20 of the 33 minutes. Okay. Nice. Um, I'm pretty much right there, too. I always struggle with the four line. And yes. yeah, I I wanted to give him a four. I, I went with a 3.9. 3.9. I think I hyped it up a little bit more in my head than I should have because I was excited about seeing him seeing a whole special of his. Cause I've seen him be funny on other stuff for a while. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, okay, this is gonna be really good, I think. And so anyway, uh 3.9. I like we're right there to go. Right there to go. All right, you are in charge of Mount Rushmore. I'm gonna to go to the bathroom and come tell you what our special, what our comedy special is. Okay. Um. So for the Mount Rushmore, I have written down a couple of things in the past, and now I just have to find those things in my uh, in my notebook. I have. There was exercises. There was doctors. I know I had something else. Man. Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Oh, I'm excited about this, too. I hope we haven't done this. And I'm very excited. As soon as you come back. <laughs> okay. There you are. I mean, that's the fastest PP I've ever seen. <laughs> I still got to wash my hands, but it's okay. Okay. You're by yourself. Don't touch the, <laughs> don't touch the sheets uh, until you wash your hands. All right, because yeah. there's going to be other stuff on it on those My sheets. My butthole is going to be on there, so it is what it is. <laughs> but you know what? We've established before you are you are a bidet guy, so you're clean as a whistle, buddy. As far as I'm concerned. So when I don't use a bidet, I've got flushable wipes. I'm, but uh, I'm telling you, right, I get clean up there. You so care? You carry them with you? I do. I do. That's good, man. Good, man. Uh, I put I'll put two in my pocket when I go into a bathroom out on the road, and I walk in. I'm telling you, I want to do that so bad at work, but I don't. I, I, you know me. I'm embarrassed about everything. 
I don't want anyone to see me pick up wipes to walk to the bathroom. Even you if I just put them in my pocket. Take, or you take your backpack with you to work. You take that backpack, don't you? Yeah. Put them in your backpack. Nobody's getting it. Nobody's looking in your backpack. And right before you go, about two minutes before you got to drop a deuce, reach in there, grab one or two out, put them in your pocket, work for another couple minutes, and then get up and go. Yeah, I might. I might You're have welcome. to figure. That. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. I, yeah. I I just I'm so worried about getting caught because they know what I'm going in there to do. No, here's what you, I know it I, shouldn't matter anyway. Listen, I can I tell you what I do when I have to go poop? When I go to the office, I'll be at the office. We've got a woman in the office. We've got everybody in there. I can walk I guess? Into the, yeah, go ahead. You, get, you pick up the phone, get on the intercom, hit the intercom thing, so everybody in the whole thing knows, hey, this is Chris Witt. I'm uh, heading to the bathroom for a number two. Uncle Charlie, that's a curveball. We got a bidet at work oh nice very nice wow. i tell everybody i'm gonna go hit the bidet <laughs> see y'all in 20 <laughs> i'm gonna go hit the bidet that's so good <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> okay mount rushmore for next week Yes. We have done sitcoms, correct? Oh, yeah. But have we ever done TV theme songs, like intros to TV shows? Maybe, but I'm going to say no, just so we can do it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know either. So let's go TV theme songs. So, so, so many. I can think of 20 right now that I adore. This is going to be so difficult. I know. This is going to be the toughest one we've ever done. Think so? I think this is the hardest thing I've ever, like, this might be the hardest one. To get four of them? Yeah. We have to be in studio next week so I can have my phone hooked up to the to the board so I can just be clicking on youtube intros for tv shows the whole time yeah okay all right i like that i'm going to do i think we've done one by this guy before okay it's on netflix it came out uh, about eight days ago september 5th Uh oh shane gillis beautiful dogs We've done him before, haven't we? Uh, yes, we have. We we did okay. his last one. Okay. Um, this dude is as big is just about as big as anybody now. I mean, this yeah. guy is on the climb like crazy. Yeah, he's selling out theaters. He's I, this guy might get big enough to do maybe I don't know if he'll do arenas, but I mean, he's selling out theaters like all the time now. Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. I I held off watching this because I knew we would be doing this. Nicely done. Good job. Good job by you. I'm excited. I'm very excited about this. Me too. Me too. 
I think the last one, because he, he started getting a ton of hype, he got hired and fired from SNL like within a day or two. Yeah, I heard that. And so he like he got a lot more popular after that. Um, but he's you know, he's like friends and he came up with all the all my favorite guys from New York and um all the guys we always talk about. So but he is like on fire right now. And I think on the last one, I remember, I remember feeling like this is supposed to be really good because of everything I'm hearing about him. And I was like, I, it was funny, but not quite as funny as I thought it would be. So I was a little disappointed. Yeah. I'm looking at him now and I'm like, I kind of, I don't really remember him, but I kind of remember this not being as good as I thought it was going to be. So hopefully he flips the script. Yeah. I, I have I'm going into this with fairly high expectations again. Even I like though it. I was a little disappointed on the last one. Okay. TV intros oh. and Shane Gillis. Love it. Love it. Love it. Perfect. All right. Well, I guess that's all we got until next week then. That's right. Mount Rushmore TV intros. Shane Gillis, beautiful dogs. Uh maybe a sport or two. Are we not doing uh, guessing games anymore? Are we done with that? I th- I thought about that the other day. Yeah, I think I think we might be done. I think we're done. You got beat enough. Done. I think you got beat three out of four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah it, it's no use for me to try to do that anymore because <laughs> boy, <laughs> boy, am I bad. But want to know, Andre and myself want to know so far. Thank yep. goodness the Bengals lost. And oh, I, that's terrible to say. I am losing, but but they can still go fifteen or what do I have them at fifteen and two? <laughs> Something like that. Three. I think I got them at fifteen and no, oh, no, right I got fourteen and three. You have fourteen and three. Yeah, I like that. I'm good with that. I got plenty of I got plenty of wins to come. Plenty of wins to come. Yep. I mean. The top three teams in the AFC lost. Yeah. The Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bengals all lost. Right. That's so nice. I'm worried about it. We'll be on top in two weeks. I'm not worried about it. I agree with you. All right. So until next week, we've got TV intros, Shane Gillis, beautiful dogs. Don't That's forget it. to turn your lights on. <laughs>